We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sometimes it's good to talk about it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com. All right, on the other side now, Keith McPherson on the fan checking in. It is officially September 29th, Thursday morning, as we proceed to leave September behind. An interesting month, man. Uh, All of this talk about 61 and who would get the call and who would get the ball. That's a rhyme. I got to get back to the rhymes. I was thinking that today. I was like, I haven't rapped on WFAN in too long. Too busy. I need to actually, like, think about it. But all of this talk about... Who was going to get the 61 homer and who was going to get to call it? Is it going to be on Apple TV? Is Michael Sterling going to, or Michael Sterling, Michael K and John Sterling going to get the call? I feel like we did all of this hyping it up and all of this talking about it and it ended up being the call that it should have been, right? If there was gambling odds on it, the percentages or whatever, like, would be in favor of Sterling and K to get the call. I mean, John is 100% on the call. Uh, he's been on the call. He hasn't, you know, taken any series off since this has gotten to 60-61. Like, uh, he could have stayed home from Toronto. No, he wanted to be there for history. And then Kay, um, you know, he declined to be on the call on Apple TV, and he got it. So I'm happy that Kayster had it. I'm, I'm happy that John had it. I feel like they both were sitting on their call for a week, which obviously um, it was last Tuesday when Judge hit 60. So going into Wednesday, they had to at least have an idea what they were going to say and do. Uh, I think it flowed all right. Uh, John had a little bit of a hitch in his giddy-up, but I think that's just, like I said, having something prepared in your mind that you want to say or how you want to say it, and then the moment happening, and you have to kind of get that out. I've never called a baseball game, not looking to call any baseball games, but uh, congrats to Aaron Judge and baseball fans and Michael Kay and John Sterling for having the call and that guy in Toronto that had his glove there but didn't get the ball. That's your mistake, bro. You were that close to... uh, you know, living uh, the rest of your life with a, a good amount of cash. and Instead, it goes in the bullpen. They get it to security. And great. Good. Uh, we move on from that. Now you just hope for 62. Now you hope that it's uh, quickly, right? Friday night, Yankees come back home. I'm definitely going to be out there. We welcome them back. We celebrate Friday night in the Boogie Down Bronx. Good vibes, good weather. And hopefully Judge hits 62, right? Hopefully the Yankee fans get to see the re- the record actually get broken. Maybe we'll learn this time. You know, enough of that goofiness. Enough of that standing up with your mouth open, uh, (laughs) filming Judge. Like, let's just sit down and watch the game. He's going to get 62, and I know people are still going to film. But I hope now that he did actually get 61, he goes at 62 like whatever. It's done now. Like, you know, his approach didn't change. I think that's what's the most remarkable thing about this guy, right? He, He didn't hit a home run, but it wasn't like, 
he slumped. It wasn't like he sucked. It wasn't like he was disappointing. It wasn't like he was striking out. He was still working his walks. He was still staying true to himself and what he does. And he's the best baseball player we've seen this year. I don't think anyone else is talking about Otani getting the MVP. I don't think anybody has a question of who the face of baseball is. Uh, in the, in a year where the lockout made a lot of baseball fans question the state of baseball and the sport dying and where it would be this season, look at what we've got. And me, as a baseball fan, especially a Yankees fan and Aaron Judge fan, I'm just happy that it went that way. I'm so ready for October. I'm so ready for this tournament, right? Looking at the Yankee game, I'm like, this game is going to be fun. The lineup is going to be fun. Whatever happens, happens. If they would have lost that game, fine. I really just wanted to see Cole look good. He looked good for five innings. He looked good for five innings. Um, Can't be too mad at that. I think he'll learn from the way that he kind of started to self-destruct. Like, be a little tougher, you know? You're the ace. We need you to be a little stronger than that. And uh, they have fun. Rizzo as Boone and Nestor Cortez on the bullpen phone and Boone kind of hanging out. And they could have rested Judge today. Imagine that. They rest Judge and he doesn't get 61. No, they gave him the half day, the DH day, and he gets it done. So everything happens how it's supposed to happen. Universe never unconnects. I'm super happy that uh, this season is what it is. And I'm hoping for more in October. I think that's really everyone's focus and thoughts now. Get us to the dance. Get us to the tournament. The Mets have a little more to do here, but I think they do it. And we'll see what this weather down there, we'll see what this storm, I mean, I saw something about the Mets trying to offer to, you know, play the game earlier and Atlanta decline. Well, yeah, it is uh, that type of thing in baseball, right? Nobody wants anyone to have an edge. No one wants anyone to have anything on their own terms. They're going to wait it out and see how it goes. What's this hurricane? Hurricane Ian. I'm not a big weather guy. Like I heard that on Carton Roberts too. Uh, Craig, even when I just came in here in the Carton and Roberts studio, it was on the weather channel and I just turned it to yes. Like I don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't care about watching the weather until... It's hitting where I'm at, I'm, or it's snow. Um, I'm not about to sit there and watch uh, the Weather Channel storm coverage with rain uh, in Florida. You know, I'll catch a couple clips on social media, but there's sports on. There's about to be preseason basketball on. There's preseason hockey starting. Uh, you have NFL literally later tonight, Thursday night football. It's on week four. Hello, we are already in week four of the NFL. <laughs> We're in week four of the NFL. When it was 16 weeks, that's a quarter of the way through. Wow, already. Your fantasy team might already be cooked. Your real-life team might already be cooked. And we'll find out this week. Uh, you, you've got Tyreek Hill and the Dolphins versus uh, Jamar Chase and the Bengals. That should be a good one. We'll talk about that if you'd like to. Call me up, 877-337-6666. Fun time baseball night in New York. The Yankees have some fun at the Blue Jays' expense. I, I called into Toronto radio today for some Blue Jays talk, and I don't know, I guess their fans thought they were going to go there and get an Aaron Judge home run ball, and, you know, I saw some of their fans online talking about how, oh, uh, they got a pitch to him and how they don't care about this Aaron Judge thing, and even, um, I think he flew out his first at bat, and you could kind of tell there was a little bit of, like, a snarky, like, applause for him, like, uh, yeah, like, okay, this guy's still not hitting home runs, but he did it tonight. And uh, Toronto, I don't know what they think they're doing in the postseason, but they do not look like a team that's going to get anywhere. Um, if it's Toronto versus Tampa and then Tampa versus Houston, I think Houston's got a, a cakewalk. <laughs> Honestly, I think the, the better teams are on the other side, the Mariners and then the Guardians, who obviously won their division. Uh, I know the AL East is supposed to be the best division in baseball, but if the 
Toronto Blue Jays looked at this series as like a tune-up for October. They just got worked by the Yankees, and Yankees fans got to feel confident with the uh, amount of guys that they that we have on this team, the way they're playing together. Man, just the way they embrace Judge. This team is together. I feel like they don't talk about chemistry as much in, in baseball. Chemistry is always a term they use in, in basketball because it's only five guys. Like Those guys have to be in perfect harmony. No, baseball too. There has to be chemistry with guys in baseball. That's why I enjoyed watching them celebrate so much last night. I enjoyed watching them have fun and relax and let loose and celebrate a season that had... It's ups, a really high up, and then a crashing down, but not actually a crash and burn, collapse all the way down. Uh, these guys, I feel like, are connected. They've got each other's backs. They've got experience, and they know uh, once they get in the dance, once they get in the tournament, anything can happen. So I'm excited for that. And On the Mets side, the Mets got to handle business. They've got like a little bit of a tur- tournament. They've got a little bit of October baseball coming up to decide their fate, and I think they can do it. If they don't do it, they don't do it. But I think it'd be a better story to see the Mets, who had first place for most of the year, hold off first place, even if it's by a half a game or a tiebreaker. Uh, I really would like to see both New York teams in the first year that you can secure a first-round buy, secure a first-round buy. Because that ensures us that we have a little bit longer um, into this season, a little bit longer into October, a little bit longer to watch these two teams compete. They've been great all season, so... 877-337-6666 is the number to dial. Let's talk to the fans and see how you guys are feeling out there. Gary is in Harrison, New Jersey. First up on the fan this morning. What's up, Gary? How are you, brother? Listen, uh, I drive a truck in New York City at night, and I mostly listen to the games on the radio. And uh, I thought Sterling's call was great. But I want to tell you, the the, uh, post-game show seemed like it took forever because I couldn't wait to hear your voice. The new voice of the Yankees that got everybody so excited. It's so awesome to listen to you at night. You're classy. You're energetic. And another thing I want to say is, Judge, the more I listen to him speak, the the more I like him. That is a classy, classy, classy kid, man. Just as classy as Jeter was. And I was pumping my fist in the air when Roger Maris Jr. said what he said about those guys cheating and that uh, Aaron Judge is going to be the real home run champ. Man, I was screaming and hollering when you said that, man. It's great to be a Yankee fan, and it's so exciting to listen to you at night. You're one of us. You're a bleacher creature. Go Yankees. Wow, Gary, what a a call, Gary. First off, thank you for being so kind. Thank you for the compliments leading that off. I was not expecting you to say that. Uh, Also, yeah, Judge, that's our guy. And I don't want to hear anything about the San Francisco Giants the rest of the way. It's bad mojo. I don't want to see any clickbait articles about, oh, rumors are Judge is going to go to... No, he's not. I said last night, why would you give up being king of New York? (laughs) You know how hard it is to become a king in this town? You know how hard it is to have a throne in this city? Aaron Judge bet on himself this year and had the most ridiculous season we've seen as a New York Yankee. You think he's going to walk away from that? Yeah, here, take my pinstripes, I'm out. No. And if you think the Yankees are dumb enough to not pay this guy what he's worth, what he's earned, it's not going to happen. He is the team. He's the face of not just the team, but the entire sport, the entire league. He gets respect from everyone. And the way that he carries himself is huge, right? You know, Maris... Um, Junior talking about him. I think, like I said, a lot of that is because he sat next to 
Patty Judge. He's talked to his mother. He gets to see, you know, apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Judge was, you get, Patty and Wayne Judge, they have to do a, I don't know, 30 for 30 on them. I think I know a good amount about Judge, but I think there's a ton more that we can learn. And those two deserve all the credit. The same way that we give uh, Charles and, and Dot, you know, Jeter, Jeter's parents. The same way that uh, we give Derek Jeter's parents that much love. We, we owe uh, the same type of respect to Wayne and, and Patty Judge. Um, Dr. Charlie Jeter and, and Dorothy Jeter raised Derek Jeter up. And he was great, and I just get some of the same vibes from Judge, which is crazy. And Judge, when you see Judge at, at the plate, he's a monster. He's more like a Barry Bonds-type player. But the way that he he carries himself, the way that he talks to the media, how humble he is, how gracious he is. You know, I, I did the podcast with Sweeney Murdy this morning. Check that out, BXB, Bronx Baseball Podcast, on Odyssey, on Spotify, on Apple, wherever you get your podcast. We're only seven episodes in. This is our first month, but what a time to... Get it kicked off. You know, we talked about Judge. And Sweeney said, you know, he was in the postgame talking about, yeah, I got to get on base. I got to do my job. I got the big boppers behind me. What? You're the biggest bopper we've ever seen. <laughs> what big boppers? Stan, Stan was a big bopper in 2017. He ain't, he ain't, he still got it, but he ain't a big bopper. Donaldson, Donaldson, I think, was an all-star in 2016. He's not a big bopper anymore. He's not an MVP anymore, Judge. You are that guy, but you're the leadoff hitter because you're our best option as the leadoff hitter. There might be some other options at leadoff hitter, though. I don't know. As I'm looking at this team, Rizzo, left-handed bat, didn't didn't play today, but he might be in, in play. Uh, Oswaldo Cabrera. Man, I wanted that foul home run that he hit to stay fair. <laughs> that kid is so show. He's already, you know, in Major League Baseball like he's been there for a while. Where is Oswaldo? He is... In the field, looking like a pro. They took him out of the outfield, put him at second, perfectly fine. This guy's making plays. He had like a a nice little play where he he fielded the ball. He he fielded the ball, ran five steps, stepped on the bag, fired it over. I'm like, look at this kid go. DJ LeMayu could be another option. DJ's supposed to be activated Friday. Hopefully, they put him right in the lineup and we can see what he has. Because uh, if he's not hitting, I don't know who he actually actually you know. Uh, Wally Pips, or wouldn't even be Wally Pippen now, like whose spot he takes. He doesn't bench anybody. I don't think at this point. I think this team is rolling. Uh, they've got it going right now, and it's a good time. It is a fun time to be a Yankees fan. George is out in Queens. George, what's up, man? Tell us something. George, George, hello. George, 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 hello. Hello, Mr. Keith. Yo, what's First up? First time caller. Thanks. Um, Welcome. I, dude, I love your energy. It's crazy because I'm three blocks away from, from Yankee Stadium right now making a delivery. Hey. And I, I just got two points. Uh, first, I know he gets paid $32 million, 36 whatever it is. I want to humble him. I want to put Cortez, Nasty Nestor, Severino, and Tyone. Cole Ford. Enough. Mm. I mean, <laughs> come on. Yeah, yeah, that's why they don't let us. They let Rizzo manage the team, but they don't let us fans manage the team. Garrett Cole is going to be the game one starter in every series. That's what they went out and got him for, the assurity of having what they thought was an ace, right? Uh, he's getting the ball. I, it's not a matter of even humbling him. He's been humbled all year, right? Those home runs have humbled him. He's he's leading the, the American League in home runs. 
It scares me too. I, I'd rather roll out there with Nestor. I'd rather roll out there with, with Sevy or even JMO game one because I, I just feel like they're not going to give it up. Garrett Cole gives it up and then he self destructs and he, he gets down on himself and he's in his head. He just looks weak. It's crazy. But uh, they're not going to do that. We all know that. I, I tried to bring that conversation up weeks ago and I know that they're not going to do it. But I think there's a ton of fans that are like, all right, we've seen this guy pitch all year. Uh, we're really going to go into game one and possibly give up game one because Cole lets up a couple home runs. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. But they'll, also, they'll overcome. Perfect. They'll overcome it. I got to add that, too. I've gotten to the point with Cole where I know he's going to give up home runs. I know he's going to fold. I know he's going to look like he wants to cry out there. I know he's not going to get calls and he's going to start to falter. I know he's going to crack under pressure. I know he, I wasn't expecting him to balk tonight. I'm like, yo, this guy, did he really just balk? Like, he didn't know what he wanted to throw the, to Vladdy, but I, these guys love Cole. They understand the pressure on him. Maybe he's generous with his cash. As much money as he makes, maybe he's always hooking it up for the guys. Maybe he's always buying stuff for the guys because they pick him up. They bail him out every time. Yeah. Well, listen, um, I just want to say you're doing a great job. I drive every night, KM to 2 AM. Love your energy, bro. Sometimes I'm down. I hear you, and I feel better after the, the freaking uh, two hours. Good, show. good. Thank you very much, man. Keep up the good job, bro. Thanks for the call, George. Shout out to the drivers, man. Shout out to the live Uber drivers, the truck drivers, delivery drivers, DoorDash. I know the grind. I mean, I don't talk about it all the time, but I used to do the same thing. I used to drive at night and listen to WFAN, uh, listen to the sports talk radio, and just be a fly on the wall and uh, be going about my business. I got 700 rides on, under my Uber Lyft combined. More so Lyft. I was more of a Lyft guy. I think I did like 600... 70 lift rides and i started doing some uber slash uber eats but when you start doing uber eats it take you on a different type of journey it depends on what kind of guy you are what kind of driver you are rather like would you rather drive a stranger around and put yourself in the whip with somebody that you have to have a conversation with you don't know how it's gonna go like human interaction or would you just rather drive people's food around picking up food then you don't have to really deal with people but sometimes you do depends on what they put on that uber eats like request like some people want you to walk into their apartment. I've had to walk into people's apartments and meet them with their, like, Wendy's. That can get awkward. Like, I met this girl's grandmother, and I thought the food was for her. And she was like, no, she's in the room. And then I checked the phone again, and it said, like, second room on the left. When you come in, I had to knock on the door and give this girl her food. And then I, after that, I was like, you know what? I don't, I don't need to do too many more of these Uber Eats deliveries. <laughs> I, I think I'm good. I think I'm good. I think I got like 30 to 25 of these Uber Eats deliveries in, and then, and I had enough. You know, I had, a, I had a guy have me go to McDonald's for one uh, egg McMuffin and an orange juice. I'm like, this isn't, bro. You just paid 30 dollars for an egg McMuffin and an orange juice. But I guess you know, when you need it, you need it. Craig is in Rhode Island on the fan. Let's see what Craig's got before we go to the next break. What's up, Craig? Hey, Keith. Good show tonight. Yeah, so a lot going on. Uh, first of all, Mets. Uh, well, first of all, congratulations to Aaron Judge. Very exciting. You, you know, interesting thing you should look into. Uh, Maris Jr. did a TMZ interview maybe a month ago, and his sentiment was a little different than it was tonight. So kind of interesting to watch that develop. Him, you know, awkwardly kind of hugging Mama Judge maybe a little sooner than he should have after Judge hit the home run, but an exciting night uh, nonetheless. And as everyone said, he did great in the post-game uh, commentary. Uh, to get to the Mets, 10-2 and two in extra innings uh, this year, really essential win 
having that one-game lead going into Atlanta. I did a little Trojan horse this afternoon. I called up Atlanta Radio <laughs> and disguised myself as a Braves fan and quickly, you know, got on or whatever, and then sort of confronted them as a Mets fan, basically saying, why don't you want to play this game tomorrow night? And it became very apparent to me that there was no um, answer to this. In, in other words, you know, and, and Major League Baseball really needs to step in here. We're looking at a scenario where a lot of people are saying they're going to be able to play Friday. Saturday's going to be a total wash, a thousand percent, and maybe the same for Sunday. Yeah. So what a lot of people are speculating is they're going to have to maybe play a doubleheader the Thursday before the wild card's going to start. But everyone is saying, you know, why aren't these, these teams playing tomorrow night? Both teams are available. Both teams have the off day. It doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. Uh, and even Atlanta Radio did not have an answer for that. Of course not. And I just say it's gamesmanship. It's just, okay, we're going to wait this out. We're not going to change anything until it happens. And we want to play. Um, they have seven night games. They want to play all three of those night games in Truist Park. They probably thought they were going to be all sold out with that rain. We'll see. But uh, they're just being difficult. They're not going to make anything easier. They're not going to make any changes until it's time. Yeah, and, you know, you brought the good point up, too. They want it on their terms, and they certainly don't want the Mets sort of, you know, bullying them into what the Mets want to do, even though it, it would be in Atlanta. And last point for you tonight is uh, my buddy Dan from Portsmouth. He sent me a text earlier after the announcement that they've moved to Grom startup. Dan from Portsmouth wrote to me. He goes, what's crazy is now I don't have that absolute confidence in DeGrom as I did early in the season. <laughs> and any Mets fan knows the last three games, it was five runs before that. It was three runs before that. It was three runs. And even, yeah, fine, he did okay with the Pirates, and it seems like he ran out of gas, but that's the problem. He ran out of gas. You know, how's this guy really going to look on three days rest in the postseason and everything like this? So there's just so, so much going on with this playoff pitcher. Bottom line is, uh, with the Mets winning tonight, I feel very confident I think we'll be okay. I think the Brewers might even sneak in and play the Cardinals for that first round, which would be interesting. I wouldn't mind seeing the Phillies get kicked out. And the last little nugget for you I'll leave you with is I heard an interesting thing. You're right. Judge is the king of New York, but there's still those rumors circulating. Is Cohen going to pick him up? And what I heard today I thought was very interesting, that Hal Steinbrenner was essential for Steve Cohen becoming an owner in Major yeah. League Baseball. Yeah. And the rumor I heard was that Cohen really wouldn't stick it to him by going after Judge, even though he's arguably the only other manager or owner who could uh, afford it. So thanks for a good show tonight. Let's go, Mets. Great days ahead. Thanks. Great call and great points, yeah. I think I heard Randy Levine say that. And, uh, you know, how how much they were welcoming in Cohen and how much they tried to help him and wanted him in, and they don't look at it as a rivalry. And maybe there's just some type of, I don't know, loyalty or decency between uh, super rich guys, billionaires. You know, these guys are just like, I'm not going to do that to you. And I said, I don't want to hear it, man. I don't want to hear about Judge being a giant. I don't want to hear about Judge being a Met. He's a New York Yankee. He just did something that doesn't happen. Right, He just did something that the last time it happened was 61 years ago by a New York Yankee. It was destiny, and he's destined to be the next captain, and there's more to do here. He's going to win that MVP, cha-ching. There's a bonus for that. Uh, there's a chance that this team, after a first-round bye, can get to the World Series. If he gets to the World Series, wins the MVP there, cha-ching. That's more money. And then when he goes into uh, free agency, 
I don't think he gets too far in free agency. I think the Yankees roll out the most ridiculous offer that they've ever rolled out for any player. And Aaron Judge says, yeah, thank you for putting respect on my name. I bet on myself and I won. I don't really want to go anywhere. I want you to just do right by me. Give me the bag. Give me the captaincy. And uh, let's continue winning as these young guys are coming up like Peraza and Cabrera and Volpe and Dominguez that are killing it. Let Judge be the captain that leads the way. Sounds good to me. Keep McPherson on the fan. 877-337-6666. Call me up. I've got about another 90 minutes left. I'll be right back. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Bronx Bombers. It is hot. It is hot. It is gone. The home of Yankees baseball is WFAN. Yankees win. The Yankees The Fan on 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Coming in with those Gallagher 3000s beats. (laughs) Keep McPherson on the fan. KM to 2 AM on a night where Aaron Judge does it. 61. He ties the record. Garrett Cole ties Ron Geardry's record of 248 strikeouts in the season. He's going to break that. Judge is also going to break Maris's record. There's still some time left here, and the Mets make it happen. There's still some time left for the Mets to win the division, and I really think they will. While they were in a fight with the Marlins for some reason, you know, the Marlins go up 4-0, they fight back, and... They find out that the Nationals have walked off the Braves. Would you look at that? The baseball god smiled on them. Don't lose that game to the Fish. They come back and walk them off. Now they've got a one-game lead going into a series in Atlanta where Mother Nature is involved. Uh, we don't know what is going to happen with these you know, games as far as the rain, doubleheader, reschedule, October 6th game, but whatever. The Mets are in good shape. They're not going to get swept. Not with their three best guys on the mound. I know there's Mets fans like, don't say that. Don't say it. You don't know that. Nah, you do know that. You know that your team is good, right? They're a 97-win ball club. 98 now tonight. And they fought back and showed you their resolve. They fought back and showed you they can make it happen. That's the whole thing with the make it happen Mets. If they don't make it happen early, they can make it happen late. They have the talent on the team. To hit the ball, pass the baton. Even if the face of the team, the MVP of the team, the polar bear is struggling, there's enough guys on the team to beat the Marlins. And they play up to their competition. So they are going to go into Atlanta and be ready to fight for their lives, fight for their season, fight for the division title, which now it's lining up, and you can pretty much see it. Milwaukee is actually a game back, so we don't know if it's going to be Philadelphia or Milwaukee. But... It's looking like in this um, postseason, you know, the loser is going to have to go through San Diego and then face the Dodger. The winner will face whoever comes out of this 
Cardinals, Philadelphia series or Cardinals, Milwaukee series. And I think that's the route you want. I know you want a bye week. I know you want that first round bye. I know the Yankees need it. I know the Yankees are looking for Matt Carpenter to heal up. They're looking for Andrew Benintendi to heal up. They're saying Andrew Benintendi might not even be ready for the DS. He might only be ready if the Yankees advance to the championship series. Matt Carpenter, though, I don't know how much ice and stem and things. His foot's got to be ready to go. He took a foul ball off the top of his foot. He's got to be healed. DJ LeMayu we'll see soon. And uh, all these guys can use a break. All these guys can use a little bit of a rest. Who knows? Maybe these guys will get away for a little bit. I think they're trying to figure out the plan. It scares me some because my thought is it's baseball. It's not football. Football, you definitely need a bye week. Uh, you do walkthroughs and you have a little light practices, but guys really get an extra week to rest up so that they can push through the rest of the season. In baseball, you want to stay hot, right? The Yankees are hot right now. The Yankees are winning a lot of games right now. And uh, off week might cool them off. An off week might change it. They're, they, they've won nine out of their last ten. They're nine and one in their last ten. Uh, off week might cool them off, but I don't think so. I think this team has enough chemistry again. I think they're locked in enough. I think they're focused enough that uh, uh, you know five days off will just help them recover, help them be healed, help them be better served. They have a bunch of guys with injuries, right? I love that this is a year that Aaron Judge knock on wood, had no real injuries. People love to say that Aaron Judge was injury prone. The guy took a a fastball off his wrist, hit by pitch injury. The guy dove for a ball and cracked his first rib up by his neck. Freak injury. Uh, He had an oblique injury, but, like, he's not injury prone. Man, talk about a guy betting on himself when he could have been hurt this season. He could have slumped this season. Instead, he carried. And then tonight... He carried when they needed him to. Cole needed him to pick the team up. The team needed him to do it. And uh, he turned on a pitch, hit it fast, smacked it out, and it was done. And all of us said, oh, he, I'm watching. I'm like, that's it. He did it. He did it. That's it. Just like that. It's done. 61. And uh, we'll see you in the Bronx for Garrett Cole bobblehead night on Friday. And we'll welcome the team back. And we'll, we'll party and celebrate. And we'll get another win. The next goal, right, um, they clinched the division. Or they, they clinched the playoff berth. They clinched the division. Judge got 61. Cole got 248. Now go and get four more wins this season so Boone has 100 wins. Go and get four more wins for Booney. Go get four more wins. We know these games are practice games, exhibition-type games. These games don't really matter. <laughs> they don't. They're tune-up games, and they're games to figure out who's got it in the bullpen, what we can expect from some guys. Man, like... Looking at Marwin Gonzalez, I'm like, Marwin Gonzalez, he's a backup first baseman. He should have been a backup first baseman all along. He's a utility guy, but he's been great. Good to have him. Aaron Hicks, a guy that, uh, I don't know, sometimes he can't get right, man. When I saw Hicks run into that fielder's choice, just like, wake up, bro. You got a young man in Oswaldo Cabrera, a rookie, looking at him disappointed. Like, come on. <laughs> You're supposed to be a vet. You made $70 million from the New York Yankees. You you don't know how to run the bases. You don't know how to get a good read on the ball. Whatever. They overcome it. All is well. That ends well. Go look at that Yankees run differential. Plus 235. These guys will figure it out in the postseason. I really feel like they have one of the best lineups, however they construct this lineup, going into, into the postseason better than they have in the past. Right? I know fans hate Brett Gardner. Brett Gardner won't be in there. 
<laughs> Tyler Wade won't be in there. Andrew Velasquez won't be in there. And then they have more pitching than they've had in past years as well. And I know Garrett Cole is uh, everyone's main concern. But if Garrett Cole was our number four starter, he wouldn't be the main concern. If Garrett Cole was not paid what he's paid, he wouldn't be the main concern. He's one guy. And I, and I expect them to have a short leash on him in the postseason. I, I expect them to look at him and talk to him. And if he gets in trouble, he's got to get out of there. We're going to the bullpen. We're not going to allow him to give it up. He's going to give up home runs. He, got, he challenges guys. Guys hunt his fastball. Then he tries to get cute. Uh, he hung a slider today. Jansen hit that out. It happens. But the Yankees overcome it. So as we head into October, we kind of know what to expect from them, but we don't know what to expect from October. The tournament is different. Postseason baseball is different. It is going to be a blast. It's the most wonderful time that's not Christmas. I can't wait for it. Call me up. Let's talk about it. It's Judge Night, Garrett Cole Night, Aaron Hicks Night, Eduardo Escobar Night. Edwin Diaz night. Good to see Edwin Diaz get to pitch in some high leverage type of situations as you head to October, right? Uh, he wasn't getting as many opportunities. You want to see him come in there and lock it down. You want to see your whole bullpen do what they did. Drew Smith, Adam Adovino. You want to see these guys late in the season get outs. You want to be able to de- depend on them, and they get it done. Guys like Tomas Nito. I just feel like Nito is a guy that's like maybe not an un- unsung hero, uh, Mets fans can speak to it better than me that watch him uh, you know, every other day, but I feel like he is a guy that's important to the team that might not get as much credit as he deserves. He is a guy that I feel like is important to their success pitching, and then, like I said, Evan called it. He's like, he's a clutch guy. He might not be the best hitter. What's he batting, 242? He might not be the best hitter on the team, but he's had some clutch moments. Eduardo Escobar, three hits, five RBI. It was his night. It was his night. Jeff McNeil, two hits. Struggle for Pete Alonzo, but Pete Alonzo came up big last night. It just was not enough. They have enough. You hope that they can get Marte back, I guess, for the uh, DS. Sucks that we, we got the news that he's not going to be ready to help against the Braves, but the Mets still have enough to beat the Braves. So call me up, and we'll talk all around it. 877-337-6666. Let's get back to your calls right now on the fan. Josh in the Bronx, what's up? I'm telling you, man, it's the most wonderful, excitingest time of the year. Look, these two teams, the Mets and the Yankees, look how far they've come, Keith. At least the Yankees don't have to play in Fenway Park. They don't have to play in a wild card series. But they've overachieved. I mean, they've overcome that. The Mets, they've been in first place all year up and down. And, you know... It's it's beautiful, and now you're getting a Dallas one against the Giants. Congrats to you. Uh, I mean, like you know, and now you you know you're gonna start up on the nuts and the doubles, man. You got it cooking, brother. I'm just happy for you. And you know, all all the Yankee fans, all the Mets fans, you know, this is the high point, man. This 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 is. This is this is what you've been waiting for. Yeah. Thank you for taking my call. I mean, like, let's go New York, go New York, go New York, go New York, go. Thanks for the call, Josh. And yeah, like, we might we might not be playing baseball in a month. Think about that. Enjoy it. Enjoy every game. I know it is sometimes frustrating. Um, that's why I was saying tonight is fun time baseball for the Yankees. I saw that lineup. I saw they were. You know, announcing that Rizzo was managing the game. I'm like, oh, this is fun. Judge is DHing. 
Cole's pitching. I'm like, this is fun. And they they scored right away. The Yankees got after it right away. And it made you just relax. It made you look at this game like, okay, cool. They're going to go out and win this game. And they don't have to win this game. This game does not even matter. This series doesn't even matter. But they're going to go out there and surprise some people after they poured out 40 Budweiser's last night and, and another 40 uh, bottles of champagne. And that's that's probably a low number. That's probably a low number. Probably multiply that by three. <laughs> the whole thing is to waste beers and waste champagne. And I'm glad that the Yankees got to experience that, right? Because now they're hungry to experience it again. And the next time they'll be feeling that is after they win the ALDS. It's coming soon. It's coming soon. The dates are announced. I'm trying to be in there for all the games. I'm trying to be in there for all the games. I was in there for almost all of the games in 2019. I did not go to game five because stadium got toxic. I always tell people I could tell when the stadium is getting too toxic. Stadium got too toxic. I remember game four, there was a video that went semi-viral on like Yankees Twitter of uh, a Yankees fan throwing a tall boy can at a Astros fan in the bathroom. And I'm like, that's not... That's not cool. That's not the type of stuff that we want to see going on in our ballpark. Someone's got to police that. I'm like, I'm going to sit this one out. Game five, I'm going to sit out. Uh, I would went to games, you know, uh, four and I think three. And I was like, I- I'm going to sit this one out. I don't want to see this. Uh, I don't want to see the stadium turn bad. I think I almost got into a fight in the, like, uh, terrace era- area. And I'm never fighting anybody in Yankee Stadium. I can't get kicked out. But someone put their hands on me. I almost put my hands on them. It got to a situation where I had to walk away. Because I'm like, even in 2019, I'm like, I don't know if I'll be working in the media, but I'll be here a lot. (laughs) Like, I can't afford to uh, get in a fight and get arrested and then not be able to come to the next game or not be able to ever come back. Uh, The stadium got toxic, so I did not go to game five. But I'm going to all of the games this year. And I hope that it's good energy. I hope that... Fans are smart. I know that the Yankees fans will be loud. They will be crazy, and the ghosts will be activated. And when those ghosts are activated in the Bronx, you can feel a certain chill in the wind, and you know something special is going to happen. It's been too long. It's been A, too long since there's been postseason baseball, three years, and then B, too long since there's been a World Series in the Bronx. Time to fix that, and I think this team can. Let's go to Brooklyn and talk to Dwight on the fan. What's up, Dwight? Yeah, hey, KM, how you doing, man? Uh, think, like, I called a few times. I just want to say I'm the biggest Yankee fan out here, following Yankees for like 50 years, love Aaron Judge. But the only thing I'm saying is with Barry Bonds, I know he took steroids, but in my opinion, steroids don't make you hit the ball. I, I still consider him, that season he had is one of the greatest seasons I ever saw. Yeah. I still consider in some ways the home run king because, like, he hit like 370 and walked like 250 times. <laughs> Yeah, like he, every time he saw a ball near the plate, he hit a home run. I was a kid watching that, and and he would look like a video game. He broke baseball, and even Aaron Judge, who grew up a San Francisco Giants fan, watching Barry Bonds, he gave it up to Bonds and said, "Nope, that's that's the real record." Uh, what Judge has done, he's got the Yankee record, he's got the American exactly. League record, exactly. and uh, exactly. he's he's able to set what we'll call the new clean record. And uh, okay, I don't think okay. I don't think Barry Bonds. You know, I love that Barry Bonds was able to pop on to the K Rod broadcast on Sunday night and talk. And I feel like as time has gone on, we've kind of gotten over the whole steroids thing. Like we just watched yeah. David Ortiz going to the Hall of Fame this year, 
And uh, yeah. there's suspicion that he took PEDs. No one necessarily I can come out did. and say that he did. did. But we all look at him like, yo, this guy's a PED user. And he yeah, just went in the Hall of Fame. He was never like that when he played for the Twins. Yeah, he changed he a little bit. So. <laughs> you know, good baseball players are good baseball players. Hitting a baseball is exactly. the hardest thing to do in sports. But if you exactly. got the juice, gives you a little extra mm, and uh, I don't know. If you hit the ball, but it doesn't improve your hand-eye coordination. No, it definitely doesn't, but it gives you a little bit more strength and uh, maybe even helps you on the day-to-day -day wear and tear. And Aaron Judge, okay. Aaron Judge just being 6'7", 280, he's just a, a machine. That's what I'm saying. They got to do a 30-for-30 yeah. 30 30 on this kid. Like We got to know <laughs> We got to know what they were feeding him growing up. Yeah. Uh, I know he's adopted, but I want to know more about like how did they make this superhuman baseball player. Yo, but listen, in the 70s and 60s, a lot of the ball players took greedies and all that other stuff. Pete Rose, Mike Smith. Yeah, it's just the era, you know. Pills. It's a game of shadows, and I always PD talk about the steroid era. My, I feel like my generation will, will get to be our in our like 50s and 60s, and we're not going to uh -huh. care about the steroid era. I was talking to Sweeney exactly. Murdy about it. I was like, when I was a kid, we didn't know anything about PEDs. And baseball wasn't marketing it as, hey, these guys are mashing baseballs because they're using steroids. They're, they're, they they kind of you know kept that hidden. As a kid, you're looking exactly. at Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa like, man, this is cool. This is exciting. The whole world was watching, but nobody was yep. criticizing them for taking PEDs. And I think as yep. we move on, we're, we're understanding that that was just the climate. That was just the exactly. culture in baseball. That was the era of baseball. Exactly. They all were cheating. Yep. Because everybody, they all took something. It just might not be PED. They probably got stuff now to help them uh, hit home runs. But it just might not be. It might be. They might accept it in baseball. Now That's they have analytics. The now they have team. better film. They have uh, yeah. high-speed pitching machines. They have a bunch of things. Exactly. Thanks for the call, Dwight. I mean... The steroid debate with Barry Bonds, 73 home runs. That's ridiculous. 73 home runs? And I know there was a point in time where Judge was hitting multi-homer games. I think he had like 11 multi-homer games this year, and people were saying, oh, he's going to go get Barry Bonds' record. No, he ain't. <laughs> That's a ridiculous record to get. And then when you even go look at Barry Bonds' baseball reference, it's stupid to look at those numbers and <laughs> think about what he was. And when I think back to it, it was must-see TV. Camera's ready. Camera's flashing. And this guy's guaranteed to hit it into McCovey Cove. But with Judge, he's his own Barry Bonds, his own, his own version. There was a video floating around showing all of the low outside, low strike calls that Judge gets. Right? And how they don't adjust the strike zone for him being 6'7", average baseball player being like seven inches shorter than him. And how much more dominant would he be if he had his actual strike zone called? How how many more opportunities would he had to have to hit home runs if he wasn't getting rung up on low strike calls? If they actually, you know what I'm saying? So, I'm I'm ready for the robo umps. Sign Judge to the nine year deal, and by the end of those nine years, maybe four years in, they'll have the robo umps or some type of way to help these umps or some type of system for strikes. Uh, and then there won't be so many low strikes on Judge, and he might be able to just be a better player. He's already a good DH. He hit 61 as a DH tonight. Man, lock that guy up. Pay that man. Yesterday's price is nowhere near today's price, and that's perfectly fine because the Yankees print money. They're rich AF. Matt is in the Bronx where the Yankees are rich. What's up, Matt? Hey, Keith. Good to speak to you. Thank you for taking my call. And um, I've been listening to you for the first, last couple of days, uh, just hearing you for the first time, and you sound great. you got a good voice and a friendly voice, and uh, we appreciate you, my friend. Thanks. Appreciate um, the call and the compliments. 
Thanks, man. You know, um, I was listening um, while I was on hold, and you were talking about your Uber experience and the gentleman from the trucking. Uh, he was around Yankee Stadium. So I knew I was meant to call. Um, years ago, I was laid off by Verizon. This is going to be quick. I was laid off from the phone company, and I needed a job, so I went and signed up with this bus company and never drove a bus before. They trained me, and I passed the training, took my road test. They sent me to Atlantic City. Did a good job for them for nine months, and I was away on a trip to Virginia one time, and they called me and said, you're picking up the Yankees on Sunday. I said, what? <laughs> so I said, all right. So uh, there's a guy who had been driving them for years, and he actually recommended me because he liked how I handled my business. And uh, they, they gave me this Mercedes-Benz bus, beautiful bus. I had not driven this model before, and I get to Yankee Stadium, and here we are. There's the Subway Series, and it was, game, it was a Sunday night. Yankees played the Mets, ESPN game, and game ends, and geez, here's Randy Johnson. He's getting on my bus. This is really happening. Mike Messina, Tino Martinez had come back in 05, <laughs> um, and all the guys, I'm like, geez, this is happening. So it was time to leave, and um, when the first bus pulled away, the security guy goes, hey, we're ready to go, and I could not find the button to close the door to the bus, right? <laughs> How long did it take so, uh, you to actually find it? I must have pressed the windshield wipers, everything but the door, and because it was all, it had these German uh, little, uh, I don't know, little signs on it. So anyway, finally we get going. I guess I become the Yankees' regular driver, and uh, every day, every time we went out religiously, Mike Messina sits behind the driver, Mariano sits in the front seat, every single time. So uh, I did that for years, and honestly, it gets old. In the beginning, it's lots of fun, but, you know, you finish late. God forbid the game goes into extra innings on a Friday night. Because Saturday's a 1 o'clock game, and you got to pick up the bus at 7 a.m., and then you have to be at the hotel at 9 to leave at 10. And it gets rough. It's a grind after a while. You miss all the holidays. You miss birthdays and stuff. And, you know, so once I left doing that, uh, a friend of mine who works, and I made friends on the team, and uh, somebody works downstairs, once in a while it would get me in to help out in the clubhouse, like on a getaway day, you know, so I'd be in there in a working capacity. And, you know, this is awesome. And you'd be watching the game on TV in the old stadium in the clubhouse, watch Mariano close it out, and about 10 minutes later you see Mario, Mariano come into the clubhouse. You know, really, really awesome stuff. Amazing. So uh, I, I, I keep my connections, and I get to do that. I do it a few times a year still when I can. And uh, a few years ago, I got introduced to Judge, and he's a real friendly guy. And the guy who introduced me to him said, hey, you know, this guy used to drive the Yankees, the old team. And Judge was so interested in hearing the story, like, you know, who'd you drive and who was on your bus? Yeah. And I pulled him Mariano and everybody. So I didn't cross paths with Judge till about uh, last year. We, they were up in Buffalo. Do you remember they were playing in Buffalo? Yeah, in Dunedin, right? Or not Dunedin. Um, I said Dunedin because of the Blue Jays. But the Blue Jays, uh, they were playing at, like, TD Bank Park or something. Yes. Yeah, I forget the name of the park. Real nice park, holds about 4,000. So, you know, I was up there in a working capacity. We stayed in the hotel with the Yanks. And after the game, uh, they say, hey, my friend says, come here, I want to introduce you to someone. And there's Judge again. So he goes, hey, this is my buddy Matt, Aaron. And Judge looks at me, and I said to him, we have met before. He goes, I, I was going to say, man, I remember you. You know, and he didn't have to. He remembered me, and I got to take a picture with him. And as he was walking away, you know, I say this to everyone. I said, hey, man, God bless. And he, he turned back, and he, he, he said, thank you, man. 
I looked at his Twitter not too long after that, and I saw he's got something, you know, his spiritual beliefs are kind of posted there, and, you know, he's a man of faith. The guy has faith. And um, it, it reminds me of Mariano and, and Andy Pettit, how they always used to profess their faith and what they believed in. And, you know, look at the way Mariano's career ended, the tour that he went on and the way everyone in every ballpark, every fan, you just could not hate the guy. Everyone gave him the respect he deserved. And then when Andy Pettit had his final game in Houston as a Yankee, 41 years old, complete game, I said, maybe there's something to the faith, you know? Mm -hmm. And who knows if it's, you know, again, I'm not going to profess my spiritual beliefs, but, um, and judge it the same type of guy. So that is a big part of his makeup and the reason that he's not having problems dealing with all this. Right. He's, he knows that, that he's not bigger than the moment. He, and, and let me, when these guys make it to the point that they're at, professional athletes doing what they're doing, it, it's a job. And it's, it, it's a job. You show up to work. You know, I've seen in the clubhouse, Joe Torrey would put a thing on, be here at 2.15, they have a schedule. It's, you know, you get here for work, you travel. It's a grind, man. You know, so um, you know that that's a big part of of why Judge has made it look so easy. And um, you know, you know what I'm getting at, my friend. And, and I do. And I'm sorry, I've got to cut you off because we have to break. But I love that story. Great story. Appreciate you calling up and speaking about Mariano and Pettit and Judge's faith when Judge crosses home plate. He points to the sky. I do a lot of pointing to the sky. I'm, I move in faith as well. This was all in God's plan. That's why Judge wasn't worried. It eventually was going to happen. However, God saw it happening, right? It all happens in God's perfect time. Great. Keith McPherson on the fan. Call me up, 877-337-6666. Time to take that break. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.